Hi everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina and I'm a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today's episode is all about spirit guides. I have so many people ask me about spirit guides all of the time and I felt that doing an episode about them and learning how to connect to your own would be very helpful. In almost every episode I talk about my own spirit team and guides because I truly can't do any of this kind of work without their help. One of the questions that comes up almost every single time is, who are my spirit guides and how do I connect with them? So first let me explain what they actually are. They are spiritual beings from the non-physical world. Some of them are ancestors and deceased loved ones that once walked the earth, and others are angels, guardian angels, and loving beings from the other side. Their main goal and purpose is to continuously help us to stay in alignment with the universe, to remain in a place of love, truth, and faith, to help us make good choices that are from our greatest and highest of good, and to help us to not feel so alone as we navigate our physical existence. I always say that I crave solitude. I crave silence and peace because that's when I feel my spirit team the best. I never feel alone because they always make their presence known in my life. And I wanted to try to help you all feel that exact same feeling through this episode. Since I was a little girl, I always knew that I wasn't alone. And when we moved to that farm that I always talk about when I was nine years old, I would spend hours all alone walking through the forest. There were 25 acres and it was so beautiful and lush. We lived there till I was about 19. And during those 10 years, I would say that I was either in the barn spending time with the animals or walking that forest alone. And now when I look back, I think, wow, I was so young and I wasn't scared out there all by myself in the forest. And as I would walk or sometimes even sit staring at the pond, I felt as if I didn't belong on this earth. At such a young age, I remember questioning my existence. I would have these deep, deep thoughts and I never felt alone out there. I felt safe and protected. But the minute that I would go back into the house was another feeling. It was so full of spirits, but also so full of negativity from my family that I would long to escape back out to the forest or barn where I could breathe. I was never really in my body. I would always float. I would escape to what I now know was the other side, for that's where I felt loved, calm, and safe. I now believe that my spirit team helped me to disconnect from trauma and go to a place where I was truly home. My grandmother, who had died when I was 13, used to tell me that if I ever got scared to call in my guardian angels and that they would come and help me to feel safe. She was a very devoted Catholic and taught me to pray when I needed help. And throughout my life, I struggled with the traditional prayers. I loved them, don't get me wrong, but I found that the words were someone else's words. They didn't feel like a genuine prayer from my heart as I was just reciting what I had learned to. So what felt right to me, even at a very young age, and it still feels right to this day, is to pray in my own way. I pray from my heart, and that means I pour my heart out to the universe with my fears, my concerns, but also, most importantly, what I'm grateful for. I do still use a few of the traditional prayers when I feel guided to, but I love that what Spirit has taught me is that a prayer is a conversation with God, the universe, or the Supreme Being. It can be a wish or a good thought for another person. It's just a private telepathic conversation that comes from our hearts and souls. This is what prayer means to me. And so when my grandmother told me to call in my angels and guides, I started doing that in my teen years. At this point, she had already passed, 
but when I would feel fearful, I would always hear her voice in my head reminding me who to call for help. And the second that I would call on them, I could feel this incredible warmth surrounding my entire body. Sometimes my hair would stand on end, but in a good way, not in the way that we experience fear. So even though I couldn't see them, I could feel them. I just knew they were there. And as I got older, I started to hear them. And just like when talking to people's past loved ones, it's a voice that I hear that is my own. It is my voice, but not my thoughts. So for example, I could be driving down the road when all of a sudden I hear, Karina, don't go down that way. Get off at the next exit and take the other route. And I do. I've learned to not question that voice. I know that is divine guidance and I listen. I hear them when they tell me that I'm in danger or that I'm with a person who doesn't have good intentions. I also have learned that once I acknowledged their existence and started to trust them, the guidance became so clear and consistent. I now check in with them daily. If I need help with anything at all, I ask. We don't need to ask out loud. They hear our thoughts, but they also communicate back with us through those thoughts. So it's important to quiet the mind enough to be able to listen. When I started my journey doing Reiki, I heard that there was a guided meditation that could help me to meet my spirit guides. I figured I'd give it a try and see what happened. So I got all comfortable and I pressed play. The lady had said to walk down this lush pathway in your mind until you reached the bench that was just beside a waterfall. And at first, I had a really hard time following along because, well, I mean, it kind of felt weird to me. I had never done anything like this before, but I just kept trying to quiet my mind and follow along. So I actually did make it to the bench and I started to relax a little bit more. I started to actually feel the grass under my feet and I could smell the flowers all around me and I swear I could actually hear the waterfall. And as I sat there, I followed the direction to just breathe and relax and all of a sudden I saw the most incredible gray wolf with gorgeous blue eyes. It was so close to me and I felt this incredible sense of love. It wouldn't take its eyes off me. We both sat there staring at each other and I felt so calm. And as the meditation was coming to an end and she said to listen if we heard any names, I couldn't hear anything. I was pretty disappointed that I didn't get to hear anything. And as I went to shut the meditation off and close my laptop, I heard someone yell two names at me at the last minute. I heard Madone and Makaya. And I sat there for a minute wondering if I was crazy. Was I making this up? Our minds can really play such tricks on us. But I had this strong gut feeling to look up the meaning of the names. Madone actually means Mother Mary in French, and Micaiah means who is like God. Both of these meanings had a very powerful connection for me. And so whenever I was doing a reading or a Reiki session, I would call in my guides by their names. I started to see this tiny, beautiful lady in my healing room every session that I did. She had long hair that was parted in the middle with braids that hung to her waist. She was older and had the kindest eyes that you could ever imagine. I could always see her working alongside me on the client's body. And back then, I never told anyone about her as I was afraid they would think that I had lost my mind. But as I started to do weekly Reiki shares with many other Reiki practitioners, other healers started to see her. I can't tell you the amount of times that people would ask me if one of my guides was this very tiny little woman. They would literally describe her exactly as I was seeing her. So I wasn't imagining it. I hadn't lost my mind. This spirit guide did exist. 
I was so happy to have that validation, and so I started to get to know my spirit guides even better. I would ask them for help with anything and everything, and when they would actually help me, I had to share this with everyone. I started teaching others how to ask their teams for help. I had told them to start with the little things, like asking for a perfect parking spot at a busy Costco, and they would always come back and tell me that it worked. So then I would tell them to start working with them daily by asking them to help in every aspect of their lives. They will guide you and help you, but it's also your job to listen. You have free will, and you could choose not to follow their divine guidance. Now remember, your spirit team is just that, a team. They are your angels, guardian angels, ancestors, and past loved ones. Sometimes your great-grandfather that you've never met will become one of your guides. And some of my clients are shocked by this. They'll say, you know, I've never met him or I don't know anything about him. But that doesn't matter at all. He is part of your soul family and he is there to guide you to learn from your ancestors' mistakes and to live your best life. They will do everything to get you to listen and pay attention to divine guidance. So you may be wondering now, how do you connect with your spirit team? Well, the first thing I would say is start asking for help. This is the one thing that I remind people of on a daily basis. We have this incredible team of beings ready and willing to help, but they need your permission in order for them to intervene. And nothing is too big or too small to ask for. And we often try to control things ourselves in our life. But once you start asking your guides for help, the miracles start to happen. So start small. Ask them to help you locate a lost item and then pay attention to the visions or the little voice inside your head guiding you to it. It really doesn't matter what you ask for. They will always do their best to help, but we also have to work as a team with them. For example, you ask them to help you find a job, but you don't actually apply for anything. That's not how it works. The key is to ask them to help you find that job, be open to their guidance, and apply for jobs that they guide you to. Make sense? And please never ever feel guilty. I know a lot of clients will say, but I feel bad asking for this or that. That's our egos stepping in there. Our spirit teams feel that there is nothing too big or too small that you can ask for. So please never feel guilty. People ask me all the time how to exactly talk to them. And I think most are afraid to feel silly by having a conversation with someone they can't see. But think of when you pray, or even when you do a to-do list in your head. You aren't usually saying those things out loud. You're saying them in your mind. Well, that's how you talk to your spirit team. When you ask them a question, sit back and wait for an answer. The best way I can explain it is this. You will ask the question, and when the answer comes, it will be in your own voice in your head, but not your thought. So for example, I will ask my spirit team, should I take this highway? And I will hear either a yes or a no. But again, I hear that in my own voice in my head, but it's not my thought. Also, start by asking them to show you very clear signs so that you know it's them. They may show you a sequence of numbers on a clock or on a license plate or phone number. There are many ways that they can show you and trust me, when you start asking for signs, they will be all around you. Once you start to trust those signs, asking for their help will become second nature. You can always sit with a pen and paper as well and relax your mind. You can put on some calm music, light a candle, smudge, and then call on your spirit team to be with you. Always ask your guides to come in from the greatest and highest of good. 
You can either ask some questions and just write the answers down, or simply let the pen move within your hand. Jot down any words or sentences that come to you, and then try to piece the puzzle together. Years ago, when I was approached to teach Reiki by a client, I was trying to resist it. I didn't want to teach because, well, I don't really know. I just kept pushing people away that had asked me to be their teacher until finally one client said to me that she was moving out of the country in a month and I had to teach her Reiki before she left. I even tried to push her away as well, but she wouldn't let me. And go figure, magically, two other people also wanted to take the course. So I reluctantly booked the course with them, but I had never taught before. I started to full-on panic. I was thinking like, where do I start? How am I going to create a course? It was a scary, overwhelming feeling, but my intuition told me to just sit down with a pen and paper, and so I did. I said in my head to my spirit team, look, if you guys are pushing me to teach, I need you to help me. And as I sat there, the words started pouring out of me onto that paper, and before I knew it, I had a full course outline written out with exactly what they wanted me to teach. I kind of sat there in amazement. It was almost effortless. I knew it was them that I had channeled to write it. They weren't going to let me get off the hook from teaching, so they made it quite simple for me. And I'm so grateful to this day because I've been using that exact outline for every single course that I have taught over the years. So I want to leave you all with this today. Each and every one of us have spirit guides. They try to communicate with us through our thoughts, our feelings, such as that gut feeling, our intuition, and numerous signs. If you just start acknowledging them and asking for their help and guidance, they will always, always answer back. You just need to have faith and trust that they are there. You don't need to know their names or even who they are. All that matters is that you acknowledge their existence and they will start to show you they do exist and they will help you if you allow them to. We are never, ever alone in this world. Spirit surrounds us at all times with their love, their guidance and their support, and they're just waiting for you to call upon them. Over the upcoming holidays, I'll be recording a few guided meditations, including one to meet your spirit guides, so please stay tuned. So I want to thank you all so much for being here today with me on the Divine Messages podcast, and I hope that you will start trying to connect with your own spirit guides and teams, and I will talk to you all next week. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Message's interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.